listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We get to go to camp today. I love it. I love going to camp. I've never been to camp. You know what? It would be fun to go to camp when there's snow on the ground. Yes. That would be fun. Let's do that. But we're going to talk about going to camp when it's nice and sunny and hot too Mm. during the summer because some of us might be dreaming about those days as well. (laughs) Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today, friends from Camp Luther Haven, Keith Peters. He's the director of summer and youth ministry there at Camp Luther Haven in Albion, Indiana. Keith, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Hey, thanks. Glad I'm glad to be here. And Rocky, also known as Derek Minnick, he's a ministry impact worker at Camp Luther Haven in Albion, Indiana. Rocky, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Thank you. I'm also excited to be here. I'm sure there's a story behind that name. Maybe we'll learn a little bit more about where that that name comes from. But before we even get into your experience as a camp staffer, what what was your first camp experience that you remember? When did you first encounter camp? Yeah, I started coming to camp in fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade. We came up for a family weekend. So my whole family came up. And then after a few years, I was super excited about camp that I really wanted to come to the youth camp. So I started coming as a youth camper. And I've been coming every summer since. That's that's very fun to have something that long in your life. What do you remember about your first year years at camp? What, what what were some of your experiences? I think some of the the most fun memories were the the games and the activities. Uh, as a young boy, I really enjoyed. Organized sports like basketball and football, I played a lot of, but getting to play garbage ball and capture the flag and eagle's nest, all these like different games that are still a lot of fun, but just like new activities was super exciting as a kid and getting to be here and hanging out with kids my own age, but also like college students, you felt pretty cool. <laughs> Okay, so you listed a few games there that people might recognize, but perhaps a few games that people might not recognize, one of them being Garbage Ball, which I did get to play Garbage Ball this summer at Father-Son Weekend, but perhaps, Rocky, you could unpack that, (laughs) why that might have been enjoyable for you as a young boy. Yeah, so Garbage Ball is a lot of fun. Camp's favorite, for sure. It functions kind of similar to Ultimate Frisbee in terms of rules on how to move the ball. So if you have the ball in your hand, you can't really run with it. You have to pass it or try to score. And the way you try to score in garbage ball is by throwing it to your teammate who is standing in your garbage can. And if they catch the ball, then your team scores a point and then you join or you jump in the garbage can and your teammate joins the rest of the team in the field of play. So it's a lot of fun, a little crazy, but that's how we like it at camp, so... It is crazy. My son was a little too excited about getting in a trash can to play Mm. this game last year, although he he liked being on the rest of the the field as well. It (laughs) it was a lot of fun. Uh, It was a blast. Who who are the people you remember from your early years of camp as a camper that made an impact on you? Yeah, definitely my camp counselor. His name was Tracker. I don't know why it was Tracker, but I know... He was one that I always remember. And we have the pictures hanging up in our lodge from years past. And I can always point out the counselors that I had. So he was a big influence. And the high school volunteer that we had in our cabin, 
was also a pretty big influence. Eventually he would be on staff. So that was cool to be able to point out a counselor and be like, I remember when he was in high school and he was in my cabin, as well as the cabin mates, some of whom like I've seen at camp, others just see him for that week, but you get to have a really good time. But yeah, the counselor and the junior servant definitely stood out. What are some of the things that you learned from them? What was that, the impact that, that those leaders had on you as a kid? Yeah, I think, especially hearing the counselor's faith stories and just how important their faith were, was to them. I remember one year I got a postcard from a staff member or from my counselor who had really liked a shirt that I was wearing. I think it, it was talking about, you know, doing a picture of a bald eagle and it talked about that person, Isaiah, about how you will run and not grow weary, rising up on wings like eagles. And he, he had remembered that verse and was just loved that shirt. So he had like included that in the postcard. And that just like made my day, made me super happy to hear from him. So just their faith and their commitment to the kids in their cabins and just having fun was always super cool as a young boy, like looking up to that and being like, I want to be like that one day, you know? And here you are. What what prompted you to to return to camp as staff during the summer and now year round as well? What prompted you to return to camp? And then uh, we got to find out how you got this name, Rocky. Yeah, of course. So I think from an early age, once I started coming to camp and seeing the counselors and the staff, I think that was huge for me being like, I want to be there one day. I want to have my own cabin, get a be here all summer. It sounded awesome. Instead of just, you know, five days, get to be here the whole summer. It still isn't long enough, but it was super just awesome to see the bonds that they made with each other and wanting to be a part of that stood out to me. And the reason I got my name was around that time I started coming to camp. I like to write my own stories. Like I was a creative writer when I was younger, rather than like reading books before bed, I would usually like write my own. And one of my characters, his name was Rocky. So I told myself, because I was super excited about camp, I really wanted to be on staff one day, get to be here for longer than a week. I told myself that if I was on staff, that I named myself Rocky after one of my characters. And now here I am. So... That's a really fun story. I always love whenever we have these camp stories, I always love knowing why people have the names that they have. This is not something I have experienced What yet. would be your camp name, Sarah? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> You're going to have to come back to okay. me on, on the we'll next episode when we do another camp. I'll have to, I'll have to come up with a name. <laughs> Maybe you need to go to camp and have someone give you a camp name. That would be even better, actually. Yes. That's pretty popular. Yes, I do need to go to camp. <laughs> Keep saying every one of these episodes. I need to go to camp. So what happens at camp that doesn't happen at other places? And I'm sure this is a long list, but what are some of those those very unique experiences that happen at, at camp that kids don't get anywhere else? I think the biggest thing that happens is the relational aspect of camp. Just the idea that you are really immersed and you're with your cabin group, you're with your counselor for so long. I heard a statistic, I don't remember if it was here or somewhere else, but the amount of time kids can spend in a week at camp 
can sometimes be more than they spend with their pastor in a year. Like if you think about for a full week, you're with your counselor the whole time versus like maybe you go to church an hour a week over 52 weeks, you know? So I definitely felt that as a camper and I feel like I get to see that as a staff member, not only do I get to know these kids pretty well, but also with the staff and the junior servants, the high school volunteers who come here, I feel like you get to know them and grow with them so much over just that brief time that they're here. But then it's not just after they leave, but when they come back or sometimes you run into them outside of camp. And that's always super cool to see them and grow with them in that way. But the relational aspect of camp is just something that I haven't seen anywhere else, really. What would you say, Rocky, is most challenging about serving at camp, especially as summer camp, as summer camp staff? Yeah, definitely a challenge of camp is it, it is a lot of energy that you put forth, both physically, spiritually, emotionally. The summer, I say it a lot that it never feels long enough, but when you're in the midst of it, it can feel pretty long at times. But it isn't like, oh, I, I don't want to like, be here or I don't want to do it. It's kind of like that feeling that you get after a long, like a hard day work of work or like after a, a challenging workout or bicycle ride or something like that, where it it's challenging and you feel like you're really pushed. But afterwards you look back and you're like, wow, I'm so glad that I did it. But you know, like in the midst of it, there are definitely challenges like either late nights, early mornings, having to like run and chase after these middle schoolers and evening activities. Not everyone's spiritual gift. So <laughs> it can definitely be a challenge at times. But I think with that challenge, being on a summer staff, being surrounded with all these individuals who are also pouring into this, it really allows you to push past what you might have thought was your limits and get to really take that next step and be challenged in a way that just is so incredible. All right. On the flip side of that, what is the most rewarding part of working at camp? There, there's so many different ones. I think for me, this past summer, uh, we have a high school camp that comes in July, and we do a lot of really intentional group building with them, and seeing the cabins kind of grow together. Not only at cabins individually, but I think my group had like three cabins and getting to see them overcome obstacles and challenges that we intentionally put in front of them. Super rewarding. And it was just so awesome to see. I feel like they did such a great job. I was looking back at pictures and videos from that week a uh, month ago or so. And I was still amazed, you know, how far they had come and how they like took the initiative and had challenged themselves. So that was super amazing to see. And always brings a smile to my face when you see these these kids, these individuals who come to camp. Maybe they don't know each other, but by the time they're leaving, they're doing these amazing trust activities and relying on each other and being open with each other. And it's just so, so awesome to see because I know that was super important to me growing up. But getting to see them just really engage and buy into this community is super awesome. 
We're going to learn more about surfing at camp this summer right here on The Coffee Hour. We'll continue our conversation with our friends at Camp Luther Haven in just a moment. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others. To live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world. To live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Showing support for KFUO is now easier than ever. You can sport a KFUO shirt, swag, or even socks by visiting our online store. Go to kfuo.org slash store and order high-quality KFUO-branded merch. You no longer need to wait for our annual share for a chance to show your KFUO spirit. Visually share and wear this ministry out in the world by checking out our selection. Every purchase helps to support our proclamation of Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Go to kfuo.org slash store. Welcome back to the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. I almost said welcome back to camp. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of. <laughs> welcome back to the camp coffee hour. Uh, we're talking with oh, our friends. At- <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> um, Let's do that. We're talking with our friends at Camp Luther Haven in Albion, Indiana. We're talking with Rocky, who is a ministry impact worker at Camp Luther Haven and serves has served on summer staff there as well. Keith Peters is the director of summer and youth ministry at Camp Luther Haven. Keith, what's your story? How did you get connected with camp? Yeah, I grew up in Oklahoma, and that's where my family is. And we would spend our Labor Days at Camp Luther Homa, the Lutheran camp in Oklahoma, in case you didn't catch that. And then we would we would go there on Labor Day weekends. And my family had a tradition of going way back since like my dad was a kid. And that's how I got connected at camp. I really didn't know about summer camp and spending a week there until I actually chose to go and uh, volunteer as a counselor in training there. And so that that's probably the memory I have the most fresh of like what a summer camp experience was. And it, I met my best friend that week and still my best friend to this day. It's just like so many cool experiences. Probably the memory that sticks out was seeing who became my best friend, like asleep on a couch in a corner with like this weird army camouflage hat on he had like a jim morrison pit on his hat and he had like this long hair and these these like shades that he was wearing and he had like velvet shorts on this guy was weird but very opposed to me i was nothing like that but it was just cool to connect with someone like that and to find connection and meet your best friend by choosing to do camp so yeah that's probably the thing that stands out to me i love all these camp stories so what is it that that brought you, kept bringing you back to camp? Well, I, that week was incredible as a counselor in training. And so part of that was after you did that week, you would get to come back and serve as uh, part of the staff volunteers. And so I love camp and coming and doing that stuff. So I got to go on all these canoe trips with the campers and be in a cabin with campers and do all the fun camp stuff. Also, I got to do dishes, which was awesome. I loved doing dishes at camp. It's 
like the happiest place there is at camp is to be in the kitchen doing dishes. And it's just everything that you would normally grunt and complain about and would be like, I don't want to do at camp. It just kind of transformed itself and became like the best thing ever. And you just had a lot of fun doing it with others who were right there with you. So I just I couldn't get enough of it. I just kept coming back. I, w- I volunteered every week I could that summer and then got hired to come back as a junior servant that next summer. And I was there all summer at the high schooler on summer staff and then just kept coming back year after year. That summer as a junior servant, I remember during staff training, walking up to the camp director, John, and saying, how do I do this? How do I do this as a career? How do I get into this? You got to tell me what the what the secret sauce is, because I want to do this for my life. And so that set me on a path to continue every summer to dedicate myself. I actually lived at Luther Homa while I went to college as well and served there through the school year. So yeah, camp's been super pivotal to my life. I met my wife at camp. Lots of great stories. What does it take for a camp to be properly staffed during the summer? Like a camp like Luther Haven. Tell us about what it takes to to keep these things going so that you have all these great programs for youth and for families throughout the summer. Um, you know, in addition to games and great activities that Rocky talked about earlier, but also times in God's word and times at the waterfront and a million other things that happen at camp. What does it take in terms of staff to make that happen? You know, it's quite the undertaking to fully staff a camp. Every year, you've got to find these individuals to come and be a part of staff. Our camps in the LOMA, the National Lutheran Outdoors Ministry Association, we have 23 who partner together for recruitment. And we can have camps who hire as as few as maybe six individuals. And we have other camps on the spectrum who hire as much as 50. And Luther Haven would be kind of in the middle there around 30. But we're constantly recruiting and trying to find great, awesome people to come in and be willing to undertake this. It's as Rocky said, there's it's challenging, but the rewards far outweigh those challenges. And so finding people who can kind of see the mission and the vision of what outdoors ministry is a part of and get that sense of there's really nothing like being able to spend and immerse yourself into a community of young adults that can pour themselves in and kind of carry a mission forward like that. So it takes a lot. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of commitment to dedicate a whole summer to doing this. More and more, that's that's a big challenge for college-aged individuals, especially to say like, yeah, I'm going to get carve out 12 weeks of my life to just be at camp all summer. So that, yeah, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. Certainly, I'd say the two biggest components that staff really have to have to make camp successful is just they got to love and have a passion for for Christ and be willing to really make that their driving force for the summer and their motivation. And the second one is they've got to kind of equally have that kind of love and compassion and desire to serve you. So if you can put those two things together, everything else kind of falls into place. The schedules and all that stuff, the early mornings, the late nights, you don't remember any of that really. At the end of the summer, it's all the rewards that you had. What's the outlook for this summer for you? What kind of staffing needs, what kind of what kind of camps are happening and, and the staffing needs that you guys are looking at? Yeah, well, I'll speak on behalf of Naloma as a whole. I'm the man, I'm the profile manager for Naloma. So complete 
between all 23 camps that are partnering together, we need to hire about 550 total staff across the nation to be able to accomplish the ministries that happen at these different locations. It's been a huge challenge to bounce back from the the COVID experience of not being able to get on college campuses and not recruit actively. But the good news is we have, we have done a good job of being able to kind of get that base back. And so we have a long way to go. We're still actively accepting applications and profiles. Really, we have a, a roundup day at the end of February where we come together as a camp. And that's where we'll make a lot of our initial decisions for staff hiring. Um, and probably the majority of our staffs will try to select as many of our candidates there as possible. But even beyond that day, we're still going to have a lot of needs and a lot of openings at most of our camps. So it's it's quite a bit. We're active on college campuses. Certainly our Concordias, we're coming to Concordia, Wisconsin pretty soon, but we're in our lo- own locations, we're actively trying to just let people know about the great opportunity of serving at camp. Honestly, we don't really have to sell how great camp is to be here. It's more of letting people know why they would be great at camp. That makes makes the bigger push for us. Because I think a lot of people just don't see themselves as a camp person, or they kind of have this idea that you got to be this way to be a camp. We need a diversity of staff. We don't want all the same kind of people. We want people who can connect with various different kinds of campers and various different kinds of people. So we like to create as much of a diversity on each individual camp's staff as we can to try to connect with so many different people in their lives and their stories. We've talked a, a bit about being a camp counselor, having responsibility of a whole cabin, a group of youth for, you know, a week at a time, typically. What are some other roles that happen at camp that you'll be recruiting for? Yep. Well, Rocky has been on our program team here at camp, which is our leadership team. the summers that I've been here at Luther Haven. Uh, prior to that, he's been a counselor. So, but then outside of some of those program roles and those leadership roles, you know, we need everything from kitchen help to lifeguards, to any anyone who can play guitar and lead songs and all those kind of things. So waterfront, kitchen, maintenance, first aid coordinators, we hire someone who handles that for the summer in conjunction with a volunteer nurse that comes in. So there's all these things that a camp has to do. Some camps will be looking for people specifically to help with housekeeping and stuff like that. So there's just any number of opportunities to be at camp and to take part in the ministry that's happening. One of the unique things that camps have really had to do in terms of positions is there's a support staff position that a lot of camps hire now that's a media coordinator so that they can take the the experience home to the parents a little bit through the week and they can see and keep up a little bit with what's happening at camp through photos and videos and stuff like that. So camps really have to be kind of a a jack of all trades, a mini headed monster to try to uh, make this thing work um, and to let people know, you know, what's going on here and get people connected through these different positions. So yeah, it's, there's a lot that we end up having to try to figure out with the various positions that we have. Certainly counselors make up the bulk of what we do, but we, we definitely have a good percentage of staff we hire that are not counselors. 
So what are, what are the details for applying? What do people need to know to apply for these positions and to prepare for a, a summer at camp? Well, to apply, they can go to naloma.org, N-L-O-M-A.org. And down at the bottom, you'll find an employment drop down and you just click on summer. And then there's an online application that you can or profile that you'll fill out. And that will ask you various questions like what camp are you interested in serving at? You can pick a first choice camp, a second choice camp. You can pick some regions across the country. Or you could just say, hey, you know, I'll go anywhere. So those are some of the things that you could start. The profile is very simple to fill out. And then after you fill that out, the first choice camp will contact you if you put a first choice camp down and they'll reach out about an interview and setting up those things with you directly. In terms of preparing for camp, like if someone is very interested in wanting to do this, a couple of things I would say. Rocky mentions the energy level that's necessary for this. In order to do that effectively, you really got to come into camp in a healthy place. That includes being ready for the, the physicalness of camp. You know, it's a lot of walking, it's a lot of energy, it's a lot of running, it's a lot of swimming. It's, you know, you're constantly moving from activities and the emotional energy that it takes to constantly be engaged with campers and pour into them. And that's true whether you're a counselor or whether you're like Rocky on program, making sure you've got the energy to keep the staff encouraged and healthy. So really making sure that you're per, you personally are in a healthy spot and that you're prepared to be able to pour into people. The last thing that you know you would need is to come into a camp scenario where you're looking to basically have people pour into you and be filled the whole time. Um, Because that's just going to be a drain on the camp scenario. So really making sure that someone's coming in prepared for what they're undertaking is is the best preparation I could say for someone. Very good. Naloma, N-L-O-M-A dot O-R-G. Great website to check out if you're interested in serving at a camp this summer. Our guest today, Keith Peters, Director of Summer and Youth Ministry at Camp Luther Haven in Albion, Indiana. Keith, thanks so much for being our guest. My pleasure. And Rocky, Ministry Impact Worker at Camp Luther Haven. Thanks so much for being our guest today. Thank you guys for having us. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.